Welcome to Truth Matters Church, a ministry devoted to the expository study of Scripture. Connect with us at truthmatterschurch.org. Thank you for downloading this week's devotional titled, He Humbled Himself. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy. As we head into the most important week of remembrance and celebration for believers, we come to an incredible passage in Philippians that not only helps us consider the gravity of Christ's sacrifice, which started long before the cross, but also convicts us as we consider our own struggle with pride and choosing our will over God's. In Philippians 2, verses 5 to 8, the Apostle Paul wrote, Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Now, for just a moment, try focusing your mind on this text and slowly take in the gravity of what the Apostle Paul was saying. Here is Christ, the Son of God, eternally existent and deified alongside the Father who sits on the throne. But he did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped. Regard here can be rendered as count or consider, and grasped can be thought of as held on to. Christ already possessed this esteemed position in heaven, and yet his love for us was so great that he was willing to give it up. Therefore, he emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant. Now, bondservant is a nicer way to translate the Greek word doulos, which really means slave. You don't get much lower on the ladder of life than being a slave. As a slave, what you want is irrelevant, and you are at the absolute disposal of another one's will and desires. Christ willingly traded his highest position in heaven for the lowest one imaginable. And he did this by being made in the likeness of men. Don't mistake this as Paul saying Christ was created at the time of conception. Not at all. He simply took on flesh or became in the likeness of men when he was born of his mother Mary. The first part of Paul's statement clearly indicates that Christ existed before he came to the earth, and many other scriptures confirm this, including Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, John chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 1, and Colossians chapter 1. This Christ, our Savior, our Lord, the one who sits at the right hand of the Father, came to earth as a human, and he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. This is almost too much to cogitate on. It's too much to try to process from a human perspective. Many try to explain this by saying it's somewhat like a judge taking the place on death row for a convicted murderer. That's far from capturing the true gravity of what Christ did, but probably about as close as we can come to relating to such a seemingly absurd and incomprehensible act. Yet, this is exactly what Jesus Christ did, and he did it out of love for us. Lord, We truly are unworthy. So, since we can't truly duplicate what Christ exampled for us, how then are we to apply this scripture to our lives? Paul said, have this attitude. Now, what attitude is that? It's Christ's, when he humbled himself by being obedient to the point of death. Throughout scripture, we are told of the real-life costs required to follow the Lord. Reference Matthew 16, verse 24, Luke 5, verse 11, etc., It is sometimes very hard, demanding, and borderline impossible to do this, but believers press on in the faith and in obedience. 
In many ways, obedience is the simplest measure of true Christian humility and the health of our spiritual walk. It's the action of living out the Lord's Prayer, Thy will be done. Christ obeyed his Father perfectly, and in doing so, he became our once-forever propitiation or substitutionary payment for our sins. He did this through obedience, even to the point of death. Scripture demands that we, too, obey God, even to the point of great loss or death. It sounds so easy when things are good, right? But when our will or our well-being is truly laid out before God and the strong temptation to exercise authority over our lives creeps in, we'll find it shockingly hard and it requires a great deal of prayer and perseverance. So each day, and really each minute, we must strive to live in obedience through faith. These two, faith and obedience, are inseparable. Walking the Christian walk cannot be done without both. Thankfully, Our salvation is not dependent on our own strength to obey God. The Lord will sustain us. See Psalm 55 verse 22 and Philippians 4 verse 19. Our faith and the ability to obey God is a gift from the Lord, just as is mercy and grace. By coming down as a man, Christ not only experienced the same struggles and temptations we have, but he overcame them, and now he intercedes for us in the presence of God the Father. See Hebrews 7, verse 25. And for this, we owe him our constant and unending praise and adoration, of which he is wholly worthy. We'll close with this passage from Hebrews. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We thank you so much for listening today and do hope you enjoyed this expository-style devotional. For more biblical teaching, connect with us at truthmatterschurch.org. Have a blessed day.